And we're live. Yay. Good. Nice. Yeah. Woo! Woo. Exciting. Um, How's your guys' week been? I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, yeah? What's, what are you up to? <laughs> I've slept like shit for the past week. Oh, no. Oh, man. Uh, just just a couple things. Getting just old. Uh, <laughs> I had some. I had to get a, a video ready for today's deadline because I put up an April Fool's Day video. And I saw uh, that. I saw that. It was a special video, right? Yeah, it was. It was a Superman sixty four episode, which is like this long recurring thing with me. So, oh yeah, I, I know. Put it out. Yeah, I put it out <laughs> today, and then like didn't like just played it straight. Like it's just just a regular video, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, you asshole!" So. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been well received but like Good. uh i'm getting at ready and uh between that and bagel waking us up at like 7 a.m i've i've slept like shit for the past week so i'm just absolutely exhausted gross yeah right so on. if i've seen lower energy than usual i apologize but it is it is the case cool. it gets lower okay. yeah well i don't know if i can get much lower <laughs> um what's up with you paul I had the worst fucking day today. I cracked a tooth right as I was about to go into work. Mm. So I spent all day with a broken tooth. Yeah. I bit into a fucking like breakfast sandwich because I was like, all right, I have five minutes. going to sit here, eat, go into work. Everything's going to be fine. I've been there. Felt cracked down, felt something weird, like put my hand in my tooth felt it wiggling and then pulled out the chunk of it that broke off oh, oh man how big a chunk we talking like when you're talking about teeth it's like never as much as like it feels like it felt sure. huge it's probably okay. like the end of a pencil like Dude, a okay. broken okay. lead Ooh. or something like the point so, of the pencil okay still pretty big for a tooth <laughs> yeah, no, any of it would suck. Like, that's yeah. what it was in the breakfast sandwich. Nothing. Like, nothing special. Anyway, like egg, cheese, and uh, bacon. There wasn't like a like a gold coin that said, you win? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nothing like that. You win a trip to the dentist. Hooray. Yeah. Or, or maybe maybe another tooth. Someone else's tooth. So, I, so outside of work, I called Shrimp them. Tails. I was like, I just cracked my tooth. I know it sounds like like a lie or something but i need to get this looked at and they're like okay just like let us know what's going on called around the earliest thing i could get was at like 6 30 at night i was just like i'll be here at work all day anyway so fuck it i guess i'm just gonna work the normal day and we'll oh, so deal wait, with this so that would have been today so when is your when are you gonna actually go to your appointment monday because that was oh, the wow. only appointment and i couldn't yeah. just like i my shift was basically done at 6 30 yeah, anyway so exactly but, i mean yeah. that's so i had the back pain and i finally was like maybe i'll just go get it looked at yeah they gave me an appointment three weeks out and i literally said to the person like great okay i, I mean i guess i'll take it but i'm it'll probably be healed by then so i don't i don't know sure and and yeah you know when i went there i was like it's pretty hard for me to actually feel the pain at this point but if yeah. you have some stretches, if it comes back, I guess, like I was just saying, like, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> why did I wait three yep. weeks for an appointment? Yeah. Ridiculous. The one well, uh, good thing that. is that there is no like immediate pain. And 
I'm sure it would probably be sent. Like I was able to drink coffee and kind of like take it slow. Uh, Can you chew on that side? I haven't tried and I'm not okay, going yeah. to. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So things are okay so far. Uh, if they get worse, I'm just going to try to find a like emergency hospital clinic or something. But as of right now, we're okay. I can drink water. I can eat on the other side. Like there's no pain. But um, yeah, I fucking freaked out. <laughs> and I was like, miserable. I don't blame you. Jesus. Yeah. Question everyone's wondering is what did you do with that chunk of your tooth? Just threw it out. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure a bird probably ate it or something. <laughs> probably. Not. So you killed a bird today is what you're saying. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the takeaway from the story. For or sure. he just made some bird's nest way more powerful. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Human teeth um, don't come lightly. We uh, I realized last week we did not talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sure. Um, okay. Which we should, considering we did like every episode of WandaVision and then we forget to do the next one. Uh, what are you thinking? Um, I'm less. Okay. Actually, the big thing last week specifically and or two weeks ago and then last week, uh, you it's really fun watching an action TV show with Disney's budget. Because it looks they, so good. Yeah. The the first scene was easily like they blew in the first 10 minutes of the first episode. What most uh, TV shows would get for like three seasons easily. Like it's crazy. It looks. Yeah. It, it looked so cool. And the fight scene was awesome with Falcon like yeah. like jump kicking through the helicopters and stuff. So looks cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still kind of don't care about that series very much, but it's fun. Like I, I don't hate it or anything. I'm just not chomping at the bit to see more of it uh it is making me like bucky a little bit more even though he's still kind of just like a shitty sleazebag because that's kind of who he is <laughs> he's a fish out of water and uh yep. yeah like a shitty cat. i like America. their dynamic i i yeah. do like their dynamic and i even like um the new captain america kind of up against John them Walker. I, think, I think yeah i forget what his um what his comic book name is something Asian secret agent US agent it's US agent US That's agent yeah, US agent <clears throat> and I kind of liked them all together uh, that was just that was kind of fun the scene where they have to like where they're in the second episode where they have to do like the therapy session in the jail cell that made no sense why they were like agreeing to do that but it was funny yeah they just needed to come up with some way to get those guys to sit awkwardly close together um so yeah I, I I'm liking them um I really liked the reveal of uh, I'm trying not to get spoilery. Bucky reveals to Falcon uh, like an old man. Um, yeah. And that guy has a really cool comic history. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of fun to see that. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to come from the show. I mean, I'm it excited really for tomorrow's good. episode because we're getting yeah. we're getting another kind of important villain that they're sure. going to go meet up with. So that'll be fun. Yep. Trying not to get yep. spoilery, so <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I also wanted to bring up Godzilla versus Kong because that came out on HBO yesterday. Max yesterday, and I yep. watched that. Weird Wednesday release. Okay, sure. Um, I f- I feel pretty similarly about that movie as I do the Godzilla King of the Monsters that happened a couple years ago. In which case, all the monsters is fighting looks real cool 
every time there's like a human doing something, I could not care less. And now in yeah. this new one, they're just like bad comic relief. Oh yeah. They're so annoying. They're so annoying. Um, but there's some cool fight scenes, some cool callbacks. If you're a big, that's fan all I want. The, that series. I literally just want Godzilla and King Kong fighting each other. I don't care about yep. anything else. So that happens for sure. There, there's some definitely some cool moments. Uh, I still think Kong Skull Island is like the best one in that series. So I'm okay. definitely Team Kong. Um, I won't tell you know I won't say what happens in in the newest movie, but I mean, I got to watch it for free, so that's great. Sure. Yeah. And in like two weeks, I get to watch mortal Kombat on hbo so that'll be fun yep um but uh yeah it looks great though that movie looks real good and it sounds real good I, I i wish i could have seen it in a theater with the big speakers uh but luckily i have a surround sound with a big subwoofer and there were some cool moments to see for sure so that was a that was a fun time i, cool. I did want to bring up one more show <clears throat> yeah that came out uh, this last Friday on Amazon Prime, Invincible. Invincible. Right. Mm. Did you watch this? I haven't yet. No, it's ready to go at some point here. Yeah, so I've never read Invincible. I'd always heard about it because it was real popular. People always were saying really good things about it. And it's by Robert Kirkman, who did The Walking Dead, and I'm a big fan of that comic book series. Um, So I wanted to check it out. And it is so good. It is so enjoyable. I will say I'm not a huge fan of the art style. I think it looks almost a little too plain. And I don't know if it's because like the black lines on the characters are just real thin. I'm totally putting the message just to like personal preference. Sure. Um, But the storyline and the characters are are really good. If you like the boys on Amazon Prime, I think you will really like uh, Invincible because they're kind of playing in the same space. A little bit Um, thematically, the story is pretty different, but just, you know, thematically and and tonally a little bit. The voice cast is also off the charts. Like um, the main character, Invincible, is Stephen Yun. I really like that that uh, actor. J.K. Simmons is in it. Sandra Oh is in it. Uh, The the list goes on and on. Almost every character is like, oh, that's I know that person, blah, blah, blah. Like this is. It's it's a really great voice cast. I'm really enjoying the show. I cannot wait to watch episode four tomorrow. I almost I almost want to watch that one more than I want to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I could see that. Sure. <laughs> uh, so I'm yeah. I, I I can't recommend that enough. That's again that's Invincible. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, definitely watch watch through the whole first episode before you make your decision because there's a big twist at the end. It does the really good thing that uh, that at the end of every episode there's like a twist. Or like a real big cliffhanger question where you're like, where is this going? I need to know. Um, so, yeah, cool. that's pretty fun. Cool. Can't uh, wait yeah, to watch so it. So there's, yeah, there's your TV and movie catch up. And yeah. um, we need to do the regular show now, which is the top down perspective for April 1st. Happy April Fool's Day. Woo. Yay. Yeah. Does anyone like April Fool's Day? Nope. Sometimes I don't really know. Uh, I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. Um, 
And I, you know, I don't even, I didn't look at what you guys put on your lists. Uh, Paul. Absolutely nothing. All right. Well, we got John out of the way. Um, <laughs> Paul, what have you been playing? I've been playing a shitload of Monster Hunter Rise. New Monster Hunter. It's nice. going to take forever to get through uh, fully. Anyway, it's pretty short feeling as it is like the single player stuff. I've just been spending a whole bunch of time in the uh, hub helping out other people and jumping in on games and doing whatever. But yeah, it's it's another Monster Hunter. It's definitely not as friendly to newbies, I think, as Monster Hunter World was. Uh, it's That's definitely more. It's definitely more of a step backwards in a lot of ways. Um, it's probably just due to the fact that it's on the Switch and they went mobile again, so it's going to be a little older feeling. But the big thing is that it still has the like movement stuff that World introduced. And it introduces more movement stuff with uh, an item called the wire dog, right? And the dog. Yeah. So you can ride the dog and um, do things that normally you couldn't do moving. So like sharpening your weapon or like whatever in between fights while like you're running to the next fight or whatever, or like um, mining, harvesting, whatever you can like do on the dog as well. It's cool. Uh, And because of the rise thing and like there's a lot of verticality in these levels. So you're doing a lot of like actually running on walls to get up to places or like jumping into the sky to like crash down on monsters and do like big combos and stuff like that. It's very, very cool. It's uh, definitely for people who are in to Monster Hunter and not like new people really, though. So it's not going to change anybody's mind but i think most people that are into monster hunter are having a good time with it so yeah it's been cool i've got two questions for you first yeah is this the best monster hunt monster hunter and if not where does it rank um world is really good that's one of the best monster hunter games they'll probably <clears throat> maybe ever make just because it broke the uh the barrier for a lot of people and it kind of like modernized a lot of like really old shitty monster hunter things this i i mean I've, they're probably gonna make a mon- a world too because world was isn't that like their most like capcom's most profitable game ever probably i think at least in i that remember series. hearing that that thing Pretty sold sure it is yeah crazy numbers yeah i'm sure uh there there are a couple problems with this that i'm overlooking uh because it's on the switch hardware it's not as good as it could look just straight out of the gate. Okay. So while you're touching on that, that was my second question. How does it run on the switch? Because I feel like every game nowadays that I play on the switch, just I'm like bummed. It's on the switch. Yeah. Uh, this game is coming out first of all to PCs next year. Uh, I'm probably going to double dip on this one. Like I did with the other one. It runs at 30 frames per second with dips every now and then, but not too bad. Pretty steady 30 frames per second. And uh, it's not as good looking as it could be. It looks like a mobile Monster Hunter, maybe upscaled and put on the Switch. It's fine looking. Like, I think it looks okay. It could look better for sure. Just straight out. Uh, It could run better and it probably will when it's on other stuff. Uh, but I'm having a lot of fun with it still, uh, just the way it moves, like it, it, everything, every hunt just feels fast now. 
like you're just always moving and you're moving quickly or doing like big jumps in. I play a lot of uh, melee stuff. So a big problem with the weapons I play are when they're unsheathed, you're usually walking very slow or barely at all. And because like you're supposed to be kind of planted and you're swinging this giant weapon around. So the movement stuff that they added for the stuff I play lets me like really jump into uh, monsters that are more mobile and like move away and back away and stuff. I can keep on them the whole time and it feels like really good for me. I do wonder how it is from the perspective of somebody who plays like bow guns or bow or whatever, like uh, range type stuff, if they're finding it more annoying because I don't know, they're like the, it feels like every monster is a little bit harder and it feels like some of them have new moves and that's cool and I'm into it. But like, I wonder how other people feel about it that play other weapons. Just sure. But for me, I'm loving it. Uh, it has some of my favorite monsters that have not been in world back to this one. So that's really cool. Uh, it does feel a little more bare than some of the other games, but that's the way it goes because they'll update it accordingly with like patches and stuff that you can um, like downloadable content to add more monsters and more hunts and events. So, but uh, for right now I'm having a l- lot of fun with it. It's just taking up basically all of my free time um, except for now a whole bunch of other stuff came out. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see where it ranks now that other games have come out. But um, definitely if you're into monster hunter and have a switch, you should maybe look into it. <clears throat> And now where does it rank against Monster Rancher for the PS1? Well, Monster Rancher, I could put in my corn disc and get that eyeball creature. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's I can't, so it's so it's Monster it's Rancher lower. and then right underneath it is Monster Hunter Rise for the, the Switch. Exactly. That's right. Okay. John, would you agree with that? I would probably play yeah, Monster please. Rancher more than Monster Hunter to be fair, so Okay, yeah. so you are also a Monster Rancher f- first gamer. Yep, yep. TM slap in my my big Willy style disc and see what I get. Okay, I've asked you to stop talking about your big Willy on the podcast numerous times. I um, can't help it. Look, it's yeah, just it's I know, happens. I know. It's okay. I've, we've all been there. It's like being um, vegan, only for you know for wieners. <laughs> <laughs> Willies. Excuse me, let's we're yeah. adults here. Willies, yeah, you're right. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, okay, I've been playing a bunch of stuff this week. I don't really know what happened. The game, <laughs> oh. They fell from the sky. Um, yeah. Uh, my my strategy of convincing my roommate to get a physical copy of Super Mario 3D World plus Blazer Fury for the Nintendo Switch succeeded. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> as a result, I played through Bowser's Fury. Yeah. Um, Short. I haven't gotten all the shines. I've gotten 50. Sure. Um, which is then it forced me to fight Bowser and, and go to the end game. <clears throat> uh, that game's great. I am having yeah. a lot of fun with it. Those it's little fun. islands like that. Each of them have five shines. It's like, how did they fit five shines on this? And that, that I think yeah. that's good and bad. The good part is like, it's really creative how they hit them. And other parts, it's like, oh, I need to wait for this island yeah. to turn into like level two island but I don't even really know how to trigger that with, unless I just do like a lap of the world and then hope oh. or something. I come back and it kind of, and it's there. Like, I don't, do you know how thought, that works? I thought you were going to say, 
it's really good in that like they're hiding these really good and really bad in that oh i have to wait five minutes for bowser to move his stupid fucking ass to break this well so that's a different thing so my my first point is once you like beat an island it'll kind of uh, like level up a little bit to like a a harder version to get another one but you can't just like go back to the start of the island and have it do that you need to like get some distance from you so that it can change Right, which is just okay. kind of a so, and I don't exactly know what the trigger is. So I just, I just it is, it is like, just it is just being far away enough that it reloads into data. Okay, that sucks. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hated that. It's so that's that's just odd. They just don't, and the only reason they're doing it is just to hide. So it just seems a little more, you know, streamlined and fluid. But it's like, come on, I'm playing a game that where Mario gets larger when he eats a mushroom. Yeah, you can just have like things come out of the ground and now there's prana plants here anyway and yes uh having to have bowser and then like oh crap i i gotta race back to the other island because there's blocks there while bowser's up here um that that's kind of annoying uh but you know those, those are real minor things and i feel like if they they could easily expand on this template and it would be so good like i feel like yeah, they're like I nine agree. out of ten there they're like so close it's just a little rough around the edges, and I I really do hope that you know the next Mario or whatever they do continue with this formula because I would love to see the second iteration on this. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Having a lot of fun with that, so I do cool. plan to go back and get the other the yeah, the, the other half of those guys. <clears throat> also, real quick question: What is the difference between the cat bell and the red cat bell besides getting a like a red handkerchief on your neck. You can ground pound in midair and you turn into a statue that falls and creates coins. Oh, uh, okay. It's the Tanuki suit, basically. Good to know. Is that, when did they introduce that? Uh, 3D World. Oh, I totally forgot about that, I guess. Okay. Um. All right, other than that, I played Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered because that was the games with gold free play weekend game last weekend. And I'm a yeah. huge fan of that original. That game is still super fun, but it is yep. super ugly. <laughs> yep. Um, it True. literally just looks like, okay, this was an old game that they just, you know, boosted up to 4K. The video oh. options are also <laughs> odd. It has it has performance, it has graphics, and then it has maximum. And it doesn't tell you what any of them do. I can guess the first two. 4K frame rate is maximum just the best who knows hmm. i don't i picked maximum it was it ran fine it, um I, I just don't think it looks very good because that whole game is just like gray and brown yeah yeah um and specific and also like you know some of the the textures don't look great you know there's a lot of rain kind of things going on and it just kind of looks like Instead of like actual rain droplets flying up around you, it just kind of looks like blurs, like blurry smudges. It definitely looks like an old game that they upscaled. Um, and especially coming off of Dirt Five, a game where every single race they're like, "There's going to be a sunset here, and it's going to look fucking gorgeous." And then you play this, where it's like, I don't know. It sometimes it gets smudgy. That's the effect we put <laughs> yeah. in here. It, it just looks. <laughs> I'm, I have a high bar for racing visuals these days. Um, however, okay, the gameplay fair. is still incredibly fun, dropping spike yeah. strips, EMPing people. And I absolutely love 
when you're playing the cop and you like bust someone, which means you took all their health down and or you like and like you just crashed this person like that car just like, yeah, tumbled off the side of the road and the cop will just be I issued the warrant. And it's like, dude, you just killed that guy. There is no <laughs> way anything else happened. <laughs> so that's that's very funny. Um, I don't care much for the soundtrack. That that game is just entirely uh, the gameplay for me. So still oh, good. <clears throat> um, and so, OK, so the next game I played and this is a weird one. This game is on Game Pass. It's called Genesis Noir. And yeah. See if you can kind of figure this out as I go, because there's there's a lot to unpack here. First off, okay. the art style is incredible. This game is so striking looking. The closest thing I can think of is if you watched the movie Pixar's Soul, when they're in the like heaven world and there's those like contour line drawn like godlike creatures that chat with the dude, they, everything kind of looks like that. Uh, like those okay. characters, except everything is black and white with some gray shifts and then the color like yellow or gold. So the game looks and sounds incredible. It's it's set to like kind of a jazzy undertones for the soundtrack. But the story is one of the most insane stories I can think of. They are telling the story of the Big Bang through a noir detective story that involves a jazz singer in her apartment getting shot by a famous saxophonist with a laser gun and you come in just as the laser is firing and time stops and as you like view the laser you are going into these like point and click adventure style levels where you are experiencing the big bang to undo this mystery and save the woman. Makes sense. It is bizarre. It is so, it is such a weird concept. And a lot of the times I'm, I'm just kind of going for the ride. I'm just putting my hands in the air and I'm getting on the roller coaster. I, I do think a lot of this game is kind of more style than substance. It, it plays like an adventure game. And, and unfortunately because it's so kind of obtuse, what you're doing is like one of the puzzles could just be you like poking at squiggly lines because they represent like amoebas forming together to create the first life forms in the universe. But you don't exactly know what you're doing. So it's a lot of just like, I guess I'll just poke at this until something happens and the animation plays out. It's kind of a lot of that. So it's a bit slow in that place. It's a little frustrating in that way, but the whole time you're doing it, man, the game just looks so good. I, I highly recommend looking up a trailer. Again, it's called Genesis Noir. It's also on Switch. It's on pretty much everything except PlayStation consoles, I believe. Um, I'm playing it on Game Pass, so it's definitely worth a checkout. Um, but again, I don't know if I'm exactly enjoying playing it, but I'm I'm really liking what I'm seeing while I'm playing it. So I'm kind of just like muscling my way through. And I, I, it's only about four hours long. I might even just load up a guide so I can just kind of see all the cool animations and stuff they're doing. Um, sure. So that's neither here nor there. The big game this week, the one I want to talk the most about. Okay. Is Haze Lights. It takes two. And Haze Light is the studio that brought you brothers. It brought you, um, fuck the Oscars. Fuck the Oscars. 
and it brought you that prison break game that was co-op uh a way out a way out yep that's right that's what it was called it takes two is incredibly good i can't i I can't overstate it. it enough it is so good what it do you does play the, it with? It do, so I just have my my usual co-op buddy. I'm playing it on Xbox. And in fact, it's actually a little confusing. So I remember a way out when you when you got it, they basically gave a second copy away for free so that you could play it co-op. And it play and it looks mechanically very similar to a way out, in which case the screen will split in half and you can always see what your co-op partner is seeing. Yeah. And I and I remember saying with a way out that this you can matchmake that seems like the most uncomfortable thing to do with a rando you can do that here again too and again i think that would be uncomfortable one yeah. downside to this one this game i think is too mechanically dense yeah for you to want to play this with someone who is not a quote-unquote gamer yeah that's the problem i was hoping you would say it was easy but fuck no okay it starts out kind of good but you by the end of it and especially like some of the bosses you need to be like pretty competent with like 3d platformers the game's not hard you can't die you have unlimited lives so you could just kind of muscle your way through it but i feel like if you if you're not comfortable with 3d platformers you are going to get frustrated with what this game asks you to do yeah so i'm not in that boat i'm playing with my buddy who i play co-op everything with so we're doing sure. fine. The story is kind of crazy. So you are a couple getting a divorce and you tell your daughter that right away at the beginning of the game. This mm-hmm. causes your daughter to cry onto her dolls. And then the mom yep. and dad's spirits get sucked into those dolls and it becomes a honey. I shrunk the kids kind of weird fest as everything is huge now. But not just huge everything's kind of magical for example the second area you go to is the tree in your backyard and it's full of an act a literal army of squirrels that are doing some kind of like um cuban missile crisis against the bees in the area they have like a torture room <laughs> yeah there's some weird stuff going on it's it's this real weird of like I don't ex- exactly know who this game is the target audience for because there's some there's a there's some dark and like serious undertones and yet the other time there's like a annoying Spanish book trying to get you and the mom back together or you and the dad they're trying to get the couple back together. I'm really curious what the ending of this will be because I feel I feel like with this kind of story there's two outcomes and they're both obvious. Yeah, one but of them's I, actually I, kind of like harmful though as a like if they are like. Oh, we can work everything out now because you cried. That's kind of shitty. <laughs> well, so they're they're definitely doing the thing is as you go, the couple is like getting nicer to each other Ugh. and like beginning to compliment each other. But it's like that seems too obvious. Yeah, that's what and I the think. The thing too. is, re- the reviews for the, this game is are off the chart. I feel sure. like if there was like a really cheesy ending like that, these It'd reviews be. wouldn't be that high. So I am so cu- curious how they end this game. A way out had a really good ending that I didn't see coming. So, did so. Let me talk about the gameplay of this thing because, like I said, the the reason yeah. this game is is so remarkable right now. It does the Titanfall two thing or the Mario thing of we are going to introduce a really cool mechanic, 
And in this game, because it's strictly co-op, you cannot play this single player with an, a, an AI partner. Right. The mechanics they introduce in co-op are so well done and so much fun. In addition, the platforming alone is so great. You start with a double jump, you start with a wall jump, an air dash. Like I have said multiple times, I wish I just had a 3D platformer with these controls because it feels so tight and good. Yeah. You can like grind on rails. You're like swinging off hooks and stuff. Like I honestly wish there there was just like a, the next Mario was they, they got to make it. Back to the co-op mechanics though. Every chapter and not just every chapter, every every section within the chapter. So every like 15 minutes or so they th- completely throw out the mechanic you were just doing, give you a brand new one, and it's just as good. Cool. Like, okay. They they consistently leave you wanting more and more of what they're doing. It's the great Mario. It's the great Titanfall two thing of here's something real cool. We are not going to overstate its wealth when we're not going to like build on it. And that's the game. It's that was fun. Here's another thing, and this one is also awesome. And they've done that at least a dozen times. Over and over, they do the coolest stuff. Like, I basically said, I Nintendo should give Hazelight the Mario Party franchise. Because that you would get literally a good Mario Party. It would be incredible. Um, the game looks cool. fantastic. With the HDR, it looks so good. It, it goes out of its way to make it good. It like I don't I, I don't want to tell you what the mechanics are because it would just spoil it. I just yeah, it is it is such a good platformer, and you all I can say is you got to figure out a way to play this. And like I said, it, it does have a friend pass. If you buy a copy of the game, you get a friend pass that you can give to someone, and they get access to the full first chapter. And I think somehow that actually you can have that person unlock the rest of the game for free in some way. I don't quote me on that. But I think there is a way to buy it once, get two of them like you did for a way out. So that's worth doing some research if this is interesting to you. Again, because I think matchmaking would be the most uncomfortable gaming experience I can even think of. Well, the work, the way it worked with a way out is that if you bought it, you had a friend or whatever download the demo. And then like there was like an unlock or something that when you invited them to a game, they could just play with you. Right. And then and you would get the whole copy. Yes, I do yeah. remember that. I don't so believe this is similar? the same. Oh. I don't think it's the same, but I do believe the outcome is the same. Okay. Like I said, I didn't I didn't exactly look into it because I didn't need to. Um, this game's also 11, 12 hours long. Like it is sizable. And the fact that I can't wait to each play the, each next section should really tell you something about it. Like I feel sure. like a way out did not change the mechanics. It was a... It was a shooter for the most part that you played co-op. Yeah. There was some stealth stuff, but it was kind of the same tonal thing as you go through. Every 15 minutes, this changes something up with something equally, I, I don't want to say genius because that's just hyperbole at this point, but like sure. unique yeah. and cool. And I, and there's so much unique mechanics they're putting in there that I'm constantly saying, how has this not been in a, I play co-op games like every week. Yet this is like blowing them out of the water. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it's just really, it's really great that Hazelight has this commitment to making co-op games at this scale because no one else is really doing that. Yeah, I agree. So 
I, I'm really glad we have a developer out there doing that. And fun little Easter egg. The fuck the Oscars speech is in this game. You can find it. Oh, OK. Cute. <laughs> Audibly or visually? Audibly. But you do hear Jeff Keighley briefly and then you hear Joseph Forrest flipping the Oscars off. They they bleep it. Um, but I just think it's funny that it's in there. So anyways, that's it takes two. I cannot recommend this game enough. Cool. I'm excited to try it out. Let's do some news. All right. All right, we got some E3 news today. It was a bit of a double take. I'll kind of go through it in the order stuff was coming out. Videogameschronicle.com reported that E3 2021 will be a digital event and could be behind a paywall. Okay. Didn't they come out later and say, like, uh, no, it'll be everyone can access it? Yep, I was going to get to that. I'm kind of going in chronological order, but yes, they did do that. Um, Okay. But before they went back on that, the rest of the article mentioned that E3 apparently has now changed what it's what the acronym is for, and it's Electronic Entertainment Experience. Because I guess it's not an expo anymore. Yeah. Uh, The ESA wants to partner with NVIDIA to deliver on-demand streamed game demos. Um, The paid access pass could include extra access to those mentioned demos. The paid access is not set in stone. Again, this is from the report from Video Games Chronicle. And then a quick quote here. Multiple publishing sources told Video Games Chronicle they expected to provide some content for the digital E3 event as a show of support for the ESA, but that w- but that they would ultimately reserve their main reveals for a separate independent digital events like those held last year. Hmm. So to me, that sounds like Ubisoft would be like, yeah, you can talk about our new motocross game that's kind of like steep too, but Assassin's Creed is coming to our stage. Okay. The ESA did come out and said E3's 2021 digital show is a free event for all attendees. We're excited to fill you in on all the real news for that event very soon. So they they knocked down the paywall thing pretty quick. I didn't really see like a bunch of backlash that would have caused them to do a 360 or a 180 on this. I think they just had that information wrong. Okay. Fair enough. So more to tell, but it it seems like the big announcements will not be at E3, whatever E3's presence is. Sure. Let's talk about some No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky got another free update that just seems incredible. Um, this, This game just keeps going. No Man's Sky X expeditions okay there are now galactic expeditions missions uh new hud and 4k ui uh visor tech cross save rewards sentinel balance they have added ongoing seasons now cross platform you can now uh, merge your accounts cross platform oh cool uh okay so just a lot of cool stuff uh man if this if this game had come out as is everyone would have exploded Sure. It would have been absolutely insane, but I think it's just very cool that they keep adding a shit ton of cool stuff for free. So good for them. Uh, we got a couple Call of Duty stories here. Um, okay. We mentioned <clears throat> before that Call of Duty, the file size is way too big. 
Yep. Activision has announced that it's going to shrink the Call of Duty file sizes so that you can download other <laughs> games. Should have probably just done that, bro. But okay. Um, uh, specifically, it, it's going up. You, you, at most, you're going to be able to save about 33 gigs of space. I'm looking at. I'm trying to read how this chart goes. So on PlayStation 4 and 5, if you have Warzone only, it's going to get shrunk down to 10 gigs. I wish they were telling me the before and afters of this. Why is this article not doing that? And that Warzone and Modern Warfare together will only be 30 gigs. They're all pretty much around that. Low teens to low 30s if you have them both versus the one. Um, yeah, I can't believe okay. this article is not giving me the comparison. But anyways, I'm just glad to hear that they are optimizing these and making them smaller because that is one of the weirdest jokes right going on right now. Uh, the more caught news this is the more interesting one. And Paul, I'm curious your take on it. Okay. Call of Duty 2021 reportedly called Vanguard set in World War II. It is being developed by um, Sledgehammer Games. Okay. Uh, I didn't play a lot of World War II, Call of Duty World War II's uh, campaign. I hated that multiplayer, but I really liked Cold War's campaign. So... It could be you know okay. Which, yeah, so Sledgehammer <laughs> is the one that did Call of Duty World War II. Yeah. And the uh, working title right now is Call of Duty World War II Vanguard. However, there's also sources saying that it might just, they might just stick with the Vanguard part. So it might just be Call of Duty Vanguard. Okay. For whatever that's worth. Um, sure. But it sounds like you're not in on what Sledgehammer's doing when they're the lead developer. I mean, I didn't play... Apparently, that single player was, like, the thing. I just don't... I'm kind of sick of World War II games. Like, I've seen it. It is kind of interesting that they're going back to it again. Yeah. Interesting is the good word. Sure. Hopefully, they find something to tell. Some story to tell or something in there. Because that's kind of what I care about with Call of Duty. I don't care about the multiplayer thing as much. And like they probably shouldn't either because multiplayer has been cracked. Warzone is the thing that people want out of Call of Duty. So that's just a thing people can download. I guess I'm curious how they're going to handle implementing some of this new World War II stuff into Warzone. Yeah. Yeah. Because now the time period's way off. Yeah, because they had like bunkers and numbers for um cold war when that was coming out as like a cross thing i don't know what the fuck you could do with vanguard dog tags or something i don't know <laughs> who knows so this this news comes from a website called modern war zone which i guess covers call of duty news um Eurogamer then went on to collaborate uh, sorry corroborate some of the elements from the report and they said activision plans to stick with the vanguard subtitle for the final version but disagrees with modern Warzone's claim that the game will take place in an alternate timeline where 1945 wasn't the end of World War II. Instead, they believe Vanguard has a traditional World War II setting. So it seems like there's a bit of rumor going back and forth about whether it's World War II or it's an alternate universe World War II. So they disagree that it'll be interesting and they agree we're going back to the well to see if it's dry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We'll see. Maybe it'll be amazing. Yep. Yep. 
Uh, all right, we talked about this briefly last week that Sony might be closing down some of its older PSN stores. We then talked that it was possibly debunked. We don't know. Mm, yeah. So Sony came out and confirmed it. The dates lined up correctly. Um, what a bummer. Yeah, that sucks. It is It is quite a bummer. Um, the specific features players will no longer be able to access after July 2nd and October, or sorry, August 27th are listed here. You will no longer be able to purchase PS3, Vita, and PSP digital content, including games and video content. You will no longer be able to make in-game purchases through games on the PS3, Vita, and PSP. You will no longer be able to redeem PSN wallet fund vouchers, such as gift cards, on the PS3, Vita, or PSP devices once the PlayStation Store and purchase functionalities for these devices closes. Your PSN wallet funds will remain in your PSN account, but you will only be able to use your funds to purchase PS4 and PS5 products on the PlayStation Store on the web, PlayStation app, or PS4 and PS5. So if you have some games you need to pick up, do it now. You got to spend that money. Uh, another game I remembered that you definitely got to get for your Vita, Frobisher says. That game is oh, incredible. Right. Frobisher says. Uh, look up the trailer for that if you if you at least want to feel good and happy. Because it's great. Uh, cool. Among Us has getting the airship it has arrived today also coming yeah or was it april fool's day yeah i think it was actually yesterday like at midnight last night something like that oh okay um so the the airship is here it's the biggest update they've done since the game got huge in uh, last year uh it is also adding 15 player lobbies new mo uh new ch- like um tasks to perform and they've even said they are going to update the visuals uh in the future okay cool so big among us updates coming speaking of updates cyberpunk got its 1.2 patch yeah i went through this note i might actually reinstall this because a bunch of quests i couldn't finish it looks like maybe now i can <laughs> have you seen these patch notes i saw some it's very long. <laughs> the size of these patch notes is ridiculous. There's so much in here. I and when I turned on my Series X, I think it downloaded like like a 60 gig update. It's amazing what it was, happens when you can actually quality control. Yeah, it was, it was insane. So if if you're holding up on Cyberpunk, check out the 1.2 patch notes. Hopefully, it fixed something you were looking for. Uh, last bit of update. We got a, some new, more news on Katana Zero's <laughs> DLC that's Ooh, coming. Okay. Uh, a game I had kind of forgotten about since we did the TDP Plus on it. Oh, I'm still waiting. Um, <laughs> the developer has said that the DLC is now six times bigger than it used to be, and it is about half the size of the original game. It will still be a free update. Okay. Uh, there is no plans on when it is coming, so no time soon. Um, but they do have it locked in for the length of it at this point, and they're now just continuing to work on it. Um, so you can some check out the developer's blog if you want uh, a bit more information about some of the stuff, but there's not a whole lot to pull out of this. I'm going to throw something in quickly. Uh, it's just an update. Last of Us is filming in the Calgary area, that TV show. Oh, I did. Yep. I did actually see that, yeah. 
not really news. Summer, I think just I said. interesting. Yeah, the only thing I read was whenever like they're allowed to start working. So I'm guessing probably the summer. I'm not sure. This says June. I thought 8th. I also. I thought I also read that the first season is going to be the entire first game. Oh. Okay. Which sounds crazy okay. to yeah, me. Yeah, so I guess they're doing two seasons. That and that's it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe they break up the second game to do more. But I, who knows? I I don't but, know. But but I played that game. I want to see the new story. <laughs> I know that one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's gonna follow the same story. It's because it's those characters, right? Yeah. So it's got to follow that story. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, all right, that's going to do it for news. Let's do some questions. Uh, yep. If you would like to send in a question, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. We're going to try and get through these questions quick because we have a whole other podcast to do right after this. A long one, too. A long one. So here we start. <laughs> I'll read this one from Dead in Ski. Dead in Sky, with Fast and Furious being almost done, rip. Uh, what Pokemon generation will this series be on when you die? What are they already on? I forget. Seven, Generation Seven. Eight. Oh, I would have guessed eight. Oh, I shouldn't. I was going to say twenty as a joke answer, but that's only twelve years. I hope I'm older than that. <laughs> no, it's no, more. I, they I don't remember they, what the current Pokemon generation is. I think it's eight. They don't do one generation a year. It's like every like two or three is the next generation. Because on the off years, they do okay. like a like a, a remaster, right? Okay. I think they'll make it to 10. I think they will make it to 10. And Only two it? more generations. Well, keep in mind, we're talking like uh, three years between gens. Isn't Pokemon the most profitable IP in the world? Uh, it's up there with Maybe. Hello Kitty and Mick and Disney. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Pokemon is the number one highest grossing property. I I honestly kind of want to say I'm, I'm Gen 20 because that'll probably be another 40 years. Close to it. I mean, I hope uh, we're yeah. older than that, though, <laughs> when we die. Yeah. Well, that's I, I, Sean's that's right. <laughs> it's, it's Pokemon, then Hello Kitty, then Winnie the Pooh and Mickey Mouse. Honestly, I'm surprised Winnie the Pooh is up there. I'm not. Okay. I liked I liked that one movie in 2013. Anyway. Gen 20. That just seems ridiculous. They'll have... Because right now, they have like 900 Pokemon. Or some yeah. obscene number like that. Can you imagine it having like 20,000 different Pokemon? No. No, no, I. They'll eventually they like a reboot have... where they're like, here's just a brand. They'll do another like Gen Five where it's like, here's a, all the new ones and no old ones. They're all gone. This do is. Do you think? I mean, I now. liked. I liked when they did that in Black, where they're like, you can't play with any of the old ones until you beat the game. Because I was like, oh, cool. I've played with the old ones a lot. That's great. Give me the new stuff. Do you think they'll ever just go to like Pokemon as a service and just be like? You're just going to update this every two years with like another hundred or something. No more gens. So you like don't have to buy another cartridge. No, oh, no, you're probably going to have to buy you. another thing. 
but like maybe not a cartridge, maybe a download code or something for your game. Oh, I mean, I mean, when everything goes digital, sure. But yeah. I mean, they're going to want to keep selling you two of it. So yeah. they're not going to make it That's easy because <laughs> for some reason, people are OK with them selling two versions of these games, which if any other game developer did that, they would get laughed out of the room. I'm sure there's another developer that's tried it before. I just can't think right now of one off the top of my head. The Yokai games were doing it, and the Mega Man like Battle Network games were doing it. Mm. Gotcha. That's all I can think of at the moment. Uh, and a second question from them. Uh, based on the patch notes for Cyberpunk 1.2, uh, was there any book as a kid that you read that was so bad that you wish you were assigned to read patch notes instead. Oh, I kind of liked all the books we read. We were like in school. Yeah. I didn't hate really any of them. I'm trying to think. I, I wasn't really into most of them, but I didn't, I wouldn't say I hated them. I'm not a big Shakespeare fan, I, but I also just had a hard time like interpreting all of that. Sure. I mean, I've only ever read like two Shakespeare and I liked them. They were fine. I mean, we had to do like, you know, Romeo and Juliet. We had to do Hamlet. We did uh, Midsummer's Night Dream. I want to say we did other ones, too, but I can't remember them. What about you, John? Any books you hated as a kid being assigned to read in school? Shakespeare. I wasn't super into Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. We had some cool ones. We got to, and this was near the end of high school. <clears throat> we watched uh, V for Vendetta for a social oh, studies okay. class unit. And then I was like, I managed to be like, hey, dad, uh, we're doing this on V for Vendetta. Would you please buy me the graphic novel? Because I think <laughs> that would be useful for my essay. And he was like, okay. So I got to read through the graphic novel for school. That was pretty cool. Sure. We did, oh, in, and this, this would have been like grade six-ish. We did, we did a, and then there were none. I really liked that one, but that's just a murder mystery book. But that was pretty cool. I get the Christie's and then there were none. Sure. So I can think of more ones that I really enjoyed versus ones that I hated. I guess. Yeah. Like I really liked Of Mice and Men. It's a classic for a reason. We, I, we didn't do that one. I liked uh, the Sherlock Holmes. I guess it was Hound of the Baskervilles was the one specifically we did. Oh, we did no Sherlock Holmes. Um, we did Animal Farm, which I enjoyed. I liked Animal Farm. Animal Farm's good. Um, somebody said they hated The John? Giver in chat. I liked The Giver. I thought when I read it, like grade five or something, really young. I don't think I did The Giver. John, were there any you enjoyed reading? Uh, Lord of the Flies was kind of cool. That was a good one. Yep, you're right. We we didn't do that one, but I could see that, yeah. That was a good one. Okay, Lineback writes, Would you rather Smash Bros. Ultimate have have a third fighter's pass with six more characters or rollback net code implemented? You can only choose one. You cannot choose who is in the fighter's pass. Definitely the net code. I don't care about the characters. I would rather be able to play it when I want to play it. Yeah, Netcode, 100%. I was going to say the fighters because it's just kind of fun when these things get announced. 
I don't play Smash Bros. Ultimate yeah. online. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. So, there's mine. Okay, his second question. Favorite weapon in Monster Hunter for each game you've played? I'm assuming I'm the only one going to answer this. So, starting with Monster Hunter... What? Was it Try? The one on the Wii U. Uh, yeah. I, I started three with ultimate, the Charge. Three Ultimate or something like that. Three Ultimate and Try or whatever. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, I started with the Charge Blade in 4... I went to Switch Axe, and that's what I kind of stayed on for the whole time. And in World, I kind of dabbled in a bow as well. But Switch Axe primarily for all of them. All right, John, you want to take these two from Shane? Shane writes in and says, If after Sakurai is done with Smash this time, he goes and reviews and revives another series of a Smash character like he did with Kid Icarus Uprising before... Which series would you want? F-Zero. Sure. That's, yeah, it's an easy one. Yeah. I think I would like... and Because I don't want the port. I want a remaster or a remake of Earthbound. Yeah. Okay. Second question. I started The Last of Us recently, and it doesn't feel like it's working for me, even though I've heard lots of good things about it. What well-received games do you guys feel like you just don't mesh with? The Last of Us. I had the, the exact Last same problem us. with it. I had to push my... I never finished it when it came out. I pushed myself through it to get ready for two. Oh, wow. I thought you were into Last of Us. I stopped playing it because I yeah. thought that uh, those characters in that story just felt really shitty. Okay. So, yeah, like The Last, Last of, of Us. us. Um, I know there's, like, a bunch that i'm just i'm blanking rinku asks what's a game you have a weird sense of nostalgia for even if you don't have much of a personal connection to it Mm, okay kirby's air ride because we just played it a bunch at my cousin's place star fox 64 Never owned it. Only played at a friend's house and at my dentist's office every now and then. Loved it. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm kind of with that too because like I always played it at a friend's house. I ended up, I did get it, but I just played through it once. I didn't do like all the paths and I was just like, okay, well, yeah, that's Star Fox. Oh, Snowboard Kids. Friend had it. Fucking love that game. Holy shit. (laughs) That was definitely one of my like blockbuster rental games. Yeah. Yeah, that I got. Yeah, for me, Chrono Trigger, because I used to rent it and I had to try to beat the whole game off of rentals, like one Ugh. rental a week and then hope that it was the save was still there the next week or that the game wasn't gone. Yeah. Uh, and you just got to change your character's name to please don't delete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? Green Dog, the beach surfer dude for the Genesis, because my neighbor oh, had it. And I used to play that a bunch of his plays. It was a weird game, not a really a good game, but it was just super weird. I just remember it standing out. Green Dog, the surfer dude? The beached surfer dude. Is it a dog or a guy? It's a dude. He fights throwing frisbees, and uh, he has a pedal copter that has a punching boxing glove on the front that you use to punch away seagulls that are trying to kill you. And his name is Green Dog. Yes, he, he's right. how I would he looks like how I would draw you as a 90s surfer cartoon, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I can, like. I can see that. I don't know how to just. All right. 
It's very specific, but if you see a picture, you'll you'll see it. <laughs> okay. Um, and then a second one from Rinku. Do you guys have any tips on moving out of your parents' house? Uh, <sighs> good question. I see. The thing is, I moved out because I moved out for university. So, like, right. I had to leave because it was a different province. Um. Well, and yeah, some tips for, I guess, kind of living on your own, you know. You know yeah, that's a I good would, idea. Um, I would say... Um, you need to get in a cleaning routine because yep. no one's going to yeah. tell you to clean up anything yep. anymore. And, uh, you know, thing, you're going to start finding mold on like windowsills. It's really and fast. Stuff. And it's just going to, it's just, and it's, it's, well, I don't know if it's fast, but it accumulates so slow that all of a sudden you're just like, wait, when did this all show up? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like it, I would say try not to get to the point where you're like, oh, I should probably clean this stuff up. You I, you should really set up a routine of like, hey, every Saturday morning, I'm going to I'm going to wash the toilet. It's just going to be my Saturday morning thing. That's going to save you in the long run. Yeah. If you have roommates, keep your social areas as clean as possible. Yeah. Uh, try not to freak out at your roommate if they don't carry their weight, because very often you'll have a roommate that doesn't carry their weight or you will be the roommate that doesn't carry their weight. Yep. Yeah, that the roommate thing is is huge, like. Because everyone's going to get a bad roommate and it sucks. Mm. It it sucks so much. So, yeah, yeah, don't be the bad roommate. Like, get it. Get out in front of that stuff. Easy ways to do that. Wash your dishes like. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah. be the yeah. guy who has dishes piled up in his room, or you don't, and you don't want to be the guy who piles up dishes in the sink, and that's just where the dishes live. Like you, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, just as like a weird thing that like nobody really thinks about, probably like call your parents every now and then and get that like connection. It's really easy to never talk to your family again, and uh, it's kind of rough. <laughs> it kind of sucks so like make a habit of calling or like checking in with the parents every now and then like i know it doesn't sound like much but it helps with mental health like so much it's crazy yeah it you you definitely start to miss your parents more as you get older yeah I, i've kind of found um because you're because yeah you, i mean you're not around them that just makes sense yeah um i'll also say and i don't know this this on the person's age, but I, I had this experience with someone when I first moved into dorms, you know, first time not living at home, I was living on, on campus. There was this one guy who he just, the whole idea of like not being under oppressive parents, just, he went nuts and he, oh. he, he got like a drinking problem and had to drop out of freshman year. Cause it was like yeah. the first time he was allowed, he was able to get alcohol and he just kind of went crazy. So it's like, I, I, I guess the rule here is like kind of, take everything in moderation as you go. Don't go like nuts. Cause you're going to have so much freedom right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, kind of be, be careful with that, I guess. Um, if you can afford it, just don't have a suck. roommate. Just live on your own. If you can afford it, there's no way it, in this economy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's pretty rare to, from moving out, be, have your own place. Like you got to be pretty well for the first time. The for case. sure. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, they could want a roommate. I like having a roommate. You know, I like having someone around, someone who, who can watch the place when I'm gone or bring mail in, someone I can chat with and whatnot. I like having a roommate. Um, yeah. So that's I've, cool. I will say, I though, one tip is mail starts to suck. Mail's just bad now. 
You never yeah. want mail because it's a bill. It's always bad. Yep, that's true. <laughs> There's never good like mail is is I barely ever want to pick up open my mailbox because it's going to be a bill from something that I forgot about. <laughs> All right, Boca writes in, what's a gamer series you respect but don't necessarily like? Last of Us? Good answer. Good answer. Any MOBA? Good answer. I'm going to say any MOBA. Okay. Um, I think I found actually pretty recently any driving sim game. I like arcade games. Like, I respect what they're doing. Sure. I find them fucking boring, though. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Same with sports simulation for me. Like, Madden yeah. isn't my thing, but I get why people are into it. I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time still respecting those, because when I hear people talk about the meets here, it's like, yeah, it's they haven't done anything. It's still kind of boring, but it's Madden. Hmm. So I don't even know if people who buy Madden really enjoy Madden or if they want something better at this point. Well, people that buy FIFA definitely really love FIFA. So at least there's that. Or do they like the FIFA card thing? (sighs) No, they probably don't like it, but they probably just do it because they're addicted. (laughs) I would assume. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's true. All right. Second question. What's your it gets good after blank hours game recommendation on the flip side? What's one? Okay, let's do that one first. It gets good after blank hours game recommendation. For me, it's kind of any JRPG takes a while to get going and then I get sucked in. So like that's why I usually have to give a JRPG at least five hours. And if it doesn't start having me by then, I just give up. Yeah, I'm like that. I don't know. Let's a a little bit like that to to me, too. I could see that. I was going to say, there's a lot of JRPGs where I kind of like the opening bits because it's just like world building kind of fun stuff. It's not like the core of what you're going to get to with that game, but it's kind of a very different part. It's like I like it. I like it in a lot different ways than I like the later parts of JRPGs. Um, Monster Hunter gets good after 100 hours. On the flip side, what's one it gets good after X hours games you'd love to play but don't have the time to? Oh, I got another good answer for the first half, and that's um, Skyward Sword. Yeah, I can't wait for that remasters or remake report so I can finally play that game. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'd love to play, but you just don't have time to. Just don't have time to, yeah. I'm trying to think. Based off the stuff we just said, like, none... <laughs> i guess i guess i had more any rpg yeah i guess i had more more rpgs i'd love to play more rpgs but that's just more like i just wish i had more free time my answer is uh final fantasy 14 i need another i need to get my character to 60 or whatever to get past the shit that people say is bad i would love to i'm never going to i have too can't many you, other things to play can't you buy or, or somehow get just like a skip though i think so but I don't want to. Yeah, spend and they also money. redid Realm Reborn, so apparently it's not as garbage, which is was before was after my time. So that's also why I'm like, eh. yeah, MMOs in general is kind of the answer here. Like I know WoW gets really good. I can't though. I can't like go back to how much time those take. 
All right, John, why don't you take this next one? And um, it's a multiple choice question. That's kind of how it's formatted. Oh, okay. I was wondering about that. From Rasterman, suppose you had a gun that could transform anything into bread. What would you do? A, question, question the logistics behind such an artifact even existing in the first place. B, consider the device harmful and possibly destroy it. C, use the gun to transform stuff into bread. If so, what kind of stuff? Right. D, disassemble the gun to see how it works and attempt to make it transform stuff into something else. E, none of the above, or F, this question sucks. F. You can choose more, okay. than, you can choose more than one option. So I actually have the answer here. You buy a whole shitload of disposable bowls, and every time you want soup, you shoot it with the gun, put soup in it, you have bread bowl. Easy. Ooh, not bad. So C, use the gun to transform stuff into bread. Yep. I think that's that's the one. You you transform stuff into bread, but I don't think I would buy anything. I would just get some dirt from outside. They would turn the whole planet into bread at that point, depending on how powerful the gun is. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I would Maybe scoop some it. up. I would I would pour. Okay, all right, Sa- safe safe dirt <laughs> shooting. That's important. Yeah, because like that that saves me having to buy disposable bowls. I mean, I, to be fair I'm, though, I don't yeah. want this much bread. I go. Yeah, no one, like no one needs this much bread. bread. You could open a bakery with it though, a novelty bakery. Ooh, so you just or, you yeah. find different shaped things and then just turn them into bread and then you sell the bread as uh, as novelty items. Or like you know, you a charity. You could actually save the world. <laughs> yeah. Also, you solve world it, hunger. So I guess yeah. there's that too. So I mean, that's the positive thinking is you could save world hunger, but you just know someone is going to steal this device from you. Yeah, and then like shoot your like car with it or corp- something, and now you have car bread, bread oh, car. No, well, it just means some corporation is going to take it for nefarious ways, right? Yeah, like turn the sky into bread or the sun into bread or something. <laughs> I'm definitely not doing D, because I, I just can't. I'm yeah, not yeah. Smart enough to I, I do not. This. None of us have the ability to actually physically disassemble that in a safe way. Nope. If we did, then yes, D would be the answer. I mean, but. I bet I could disassemble it in a safe way. I wouldn't get it to work again, though. I bet I would take it apart and be like, "Well, I don't know what I did." I would turn the universe into bread, disassembling it accidentally. I know it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't destroy it. But yeah, if we get to the point where corporations are trying to steal it, then maybe that's the answer. I feel like that's kind of what happens at the end of this movie. After we've had like our fun, we've gotten to a really like low point where we turned like our girlfriends into bread. Yeah. We had to get them back somehow. And then once we get them back, we're like, we have to destroy it. It's the only way we'll be safe forever. And then you just shoot it at a mirror and it just bounces back and turns itself into bread. And that's how the movie ends. Oh shit. Oh shit. Yeah. There you go. And then no, the, everyone eats it. The, 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 then the you, movie actually friend, the villain of the movie, they all sit down and have some bread. Yeah. <laughs> the, the end of the movie is actually them packaging it in a crate and then a crate being put into a giant warehouse as the camera pans out it's just the end oh, I'll, I'll do you one better they yeah. put it into a crate and they like chain the crate shut and they drop it in the ocean but then when they yeah. zoom in on it you hear the jumanji drums playing yeah <laughs> on the sand in china yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's there you go uh yeah decoy troy writes have you ever recommended a game to someone that they didn't enjoy has anyone ever recommended a game to you that you didn't enjoy yeah of course 
I recommended The Last of Us to John and played through the first <laughs> chunk with him. Yeah, exactly. We got about what twenty percent through it. Twenty five. No, we Somewhere? we played we played fifteen minutes. <laughs> no, we played we played like an hour and a half, dude. I should I trust no, me. I showed I you the inch. I played. Trust I showed you the me, intro. That was it. Okay. I you fucking so. I remember, remember we intro. got we climbed through like ruined cities and got to a fucking subway. It was at least fifteen percent, if not twenty five. Wait, you got to a yeah, you got pretty far if you got to a subway. I don't I don't now so when I'm thinking okay, maybe we went further than just the intro. There's no way we did 25% of that game cuz it's like a 20-hour game and we played for maybe like an hour. All right, I'm looking up the evening. Last of Us long play. Oh yeah, you're right. No, okay. That game that game is actually pretty fucking long. Let's see. 10 hours. Yeah, it's a, it's long, <laughs> no, yeah. we got 20% of it. 10 hour full game playthrough uh Where's the part I recognize? I, I don't think we had even met Ellie, so. No, we had met Ellie. I think we were still. Oh, had we? Okay. I this was so long ago. Paul, do you have a good answer for either of these? I mean, I recommended Journey to John. He played at my house and fucking hated it. So, Journey for him as Journey? well. Journey? <laughs> oh, man. Wait, Journey is in that game. the one in the, the sand? P- the PS3 one, yeah. I remember you I being like, like I don't get the hype. Oh, did you? I, okay. I, I I liked it. It just it was it was boring. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I feel like people have recommended games to me that I definitely knew I wouldn't like, and I just didn't bother and said like, yeah, I'll check it out, and just like never was going to. That's probably more what happens. Like, I'm trying to think if there's somebody where they recommended something to me. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll definitely check it out. And then I was just like, this fucking sucks. Like, I don't think that's ever happened. It's also hard. It's hard for me because in, like, my social circles, I'm kind of, like, more the game person. The recommending so if game someone's, person. If someone's recommending a game to me, I mo- I probably know about the game. Like, it's sure. probably on my radar in some way to the point where I've been like, oh, yeah, that's on my list. I plan to play it. Or it's like, oh, that's not really my thing. I'm not really going to do it. It's pretty hard to like, it's, it, I, it's hard to like kind of surprise me with a game, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably all three of us. That's true. It would have to be like, a, like someone would have to be like trying to surprise me with like a really obscure thing. Some indie game or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think Paul, you're next. Okay, VGC Kenny writes, when the pandemic ends, do you think that with people wanting to go basically anywhere, arcades could make a comeback? Not will, could. I mean, yeah, arcades could always could make a comeback. You never know. I was going to say, like, before the pandemic, we there we had barcades. Like, they came yeah. back as barcades. I those are definitely those barcades back. will open again. Totally. I yeah. don't think there will be very many just arcade arcades anymore. Those are pretty rare to find. I feel like you kind of have to serve like either alcohol or some kind of like snack, you know, like bar food, basically. Yeah. Or be like a thing before a movie. Like, yeah, you have to have something that actually pays the like lease bills because it's probably not going to be the arcade stuff. I agree. Uh, second yeah, part of the co- food. Yeah, for sure. Drinks is huge, for sure, too. Like, barcades, that's why they can make it, right? They're already making money, so, like, why not throw a killer queen cabinet in there? Exactly, and, like, and then people are just, like, you know, they're they're they're, throw, they're, having, they're gripping and ripping a couple cold ones, and they're like, yo, yeah. why don't we play some skee-ball? 
Yeah, gripping and ripping. Uh, second question. While I'm catching up on the podcast, you guys are talking about bands. Paul specifically said a lot of bands he liked are still going that are still going have waned in quality over time. So what bands, you know, are still going or at least went on fairly long that have had stayed consistently good or even improved over time? I was thinking about this a little bit today because I actually read this as I was on my way home and um, I couldn't think of an answer. I, a lot of new albums that come out from bands I really like are usually the like albums that I'm like, eh, not very good. <laughs> not my favorite. Yeah. I mean, so most of the bands I listen to are just these like really random small bands that Spotify sh- shows me on the like, hey, we think you'll like this every like Monday or whatever. So they're like real new and they don't have a lot. They have like a few singles so far. And I just have a collection of a bunch of those. And then bands from my past, uh, most of them are like, I don't like the way they what the way they went. Right. Or they are not around anymore. Yeah, that's kind of my problem, too. Yeah, I, I there's some bands I still like. I like I like the Foo Fighters still. I actually like their new album, but I can there was a point where I'm like, there's nothing really I want to keep listening to on this versus their older ones. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but then there's other bands like Muse where like their older stuff I love and then their newer stuff they yeah. change completely. And it's just like, mm, there's some stuff I like, but it's just I like it for very different reasons at this point. Yeah, I'm kind of similar with like Justice. I'm not a huge fan of Justice's. I like Woman. I think stuff. Woman's a good album. But it's, but I just, it's different. I, I just really like Cross and Across That's the fair. Universe. Cross is their yeah. strongest album. I don't think anyone's going to dispute that. Um... So are the closest you... I might have maybe the red jumpsuit apparatus. Okay. But then again, I haven't even listened to them for the last few years. Arguably, I liked Nine Inch Nails way better before, but arguably Trent Reznor is actually doing way better shit because he's scoring multi-million, billion-dollar movies and stuff. So, you know, he's probably better now, but I liked other stuff that he's done in the past more. Yeah, he did a. I think he did a social network. I'm pretty sure he did the Watchmen TV series. He did series. Soul as well. He did Soul. Yeah, he does a lot for sure. Yep. All right, John. Last question's yours. All right. Uh, before I read this out, I'm skimming through a Last of Us uh, long play. I'm at an hour and a half, and I still recognize things. So we played a fair amount. You guys played for a while. Yeah, there is a yeah. lot of city before Subway. <laughs> okay. I can't I can't find the subway part, but uh, I've like I said, I'm 90 minutes in. We're running around in some office building. I recognize all this. I'd be hard pressed to say that you guys saw the subway part I'm thinking of, because the part I'm thinking of is like 10 or 11 hours in. And I don't think I remember. I remember we got like the they tell you about you have to like assassinate like a clicker or something like that. I remember fucking up the assassination and that's where we stopped playing. It's like the very entrance to a subway area. Oh, okay. You remember this evening much better than I do. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Okay, uh, last question from Kevin. Uh, what is the biggest budget or best produced dating simulator? A tofu boyfriend, the one with the pigeons. Yeah, birds. it totally I was is. Say, it, is it not Dream Daddy? Oh, yeah, probably. But that probably has the biggest budget. No, there's got to be like an actual like third triple a like there has to be an, an a tr- actual a triple a dating simulator there has to be who what 
Who would even make that? I don't know. I'm just saying that it might. It, there's no way it doesn't exist. Ubisoft's dating simulator. Like what? <clears throat> the Ugh. The Sims doesn't count, right? Does that count? Um, you do no, go on not dates. Quite, not quite. Yeah. Okay. I, I wouldn't count it. No. How, what do we think of Monster Prom? Is that big? People talk about that one. I, I don't. Think uh, that's, that's got the same budget as Dream Daddy, so I, you know. Okay, it's probably Hatoful Boyfriend, for sure. Because they actually have like a producing company behind them, right? Or wait, that was bought after the game came out, though. So, shit. Yeah, I don't actually know. <laughs> I have no idea. My guess would have been Dream Daddy. Do we count? No. Okay, never mind. How about Animal Crossing? I don't think we count Animal Crossing. Like, I don't think we you count can't any really game date anymore. in that one, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can't even... Like, if The Sims makes more sense than Animal Crossing. I don't know. In a lot of The Sims, you literally do go on dates. There is... Yeah, dating Sim usually means, like, you have to make choices that affect the outcome. Yeah. Can't you do that in... The Sims? No, I think they just no. kind of click like, or randomly. And stuff and they just kind of do yeah. their own things. I mean, you can okay. you can tell people to like give gifts to raise affi- affection, but like otherwise. Okay. What about Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball Two? That's the answer. You did it. Y- yep, we did it. <laughs> if you would like to send in a question, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO Box. What's your game of the week? Monster Hunter. I didn't play anything. Mine is It Takes Two. Uh, All right, some things to look forward to and uh, to go check out our Iconoclast episode of TDP Plus is live. It is our longest episode of TDP Plus yet, so go check that out. Our April game has been picked. It's Umarangi Generation, so we, we will be playing through that and discussing it this month, so get excited for that. And right after that, we are going to be doing a game of the year episode, but we're going to be pretending it's 2009. We're going to do all the regular categories. Ugh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Jesus. That'll go up on our Patreon. So if you're a patron, you'll get access to that. If you're not a patron, you have to subscribe at the $2 value uh, level. And you'll also get access to all the TDP plus. So maybe check out some of that stuff too. If, if that is something of interest to you. No, you have Other to do that. it because I spent a bunch of time actually finding every fucking game I played from 21 years ago or whatever 20 21 years ago. years ago not 21 years ago like 11 years ago you better fucking listen to that episode that's all i'm saying <laughs> it's 12 years ago same thing yeah also thing. one oh. one hour 33 minutes 38 seconds into this nine hour 39 minute and 22 second long play is exactly the moment i stopped okay that, that found it exactly sense. All right. Well, I'm glad we figured that out. Yep. That was very important. I was going to bug me if I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. C- kind of me too, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got to start that second episode, guys. Bye. Bye. Or do we?